The American Craftsman Podcast is sponsored by Hayfla. Hayfla offers a wide range of products and solutions for the woodworking and furniture making industries. From hinges and drawer slides to connectors and dowels, sandpaper, wood glue, shop carts, and everything in between. Exclusive product lines such as Lux LED lighting and Slido door hardware ensure that every project you create is built to last. Learn more at Hayfla.com. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, it's a hot one. Yeah. Uh, episode 50. Season three. Yeah. Uh, so we got two more episodes left. This episode and two more left in uh, in season three. Yeah. Um, it's pretty crazy. Gonna have to come up with a format for season four. Yeah. Let me see what the weeks, how those weeks lay out. In 22nd. Yeah. So. Uh, the 22nd will be the, the season finale. Oh. And then uh, the next week we're in North Carolina. I was thinking maybe we take a couple weeks off. Yeah. <laughs> Us? Yeah, just for sanity's sake. And we got a lot of work going on, so. Oh. Um, yeah, it's, uh, we're having a heat, like a end of summer heat wave. It's bona fide. Yeah, so Monday was Labor Day, as you know. I don't need to tell you that. Um, and it, it like, Tuesday was, I think Monday was pretty hot. Monday yeah. was 90, 91 maybe. Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, mid-90s. Today, mid-90s. Tomorrow, high 80s probably. I'm sure it'll change into the low 90s. Um, so, yeah, it's been it's been brutal. Yeah, this is this is as bad as I could remember it all summer, really. Yeah, we had those couple days when we installed mm-hmm. that kitchen that were <laughs> like a hundred. Yeah, good timing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we had we had the Long Island boys on last week. Yeah. Re- record. I think it was a record breaking episode. Three hours and fifteen minutes, or something like that, right? Yeah. Let me look up Manny's episode <laughs> and see. How long that one was. That doesn't include the episode we had to record three times. <laughs> no, yeah. That, no, that doesn't count. Yeah, Ten. Manny's episode was two hours and 43 minutes. <clears throat> oh, so we obliterated that record. Yeah, by by over a half hour. Yeah. Oh, so those guys have a uh, stake in history. Yeah. <laughs> And um, that episode ranked like 168 on hobbies in the U.S., which is, is good. Yeah, cool. Um, it's good to get on the charts. Now, we've had an episode that was in the top 10, but yeah, just saying. Now, uh, those guys are going to be at the Long Island Woodworking Show this weekend, right? Something yep. like that? Yeah. Um, let me look up the details for that. You got, if anybody's out in the island, uh, go out and support them. Yeah, I, I got a bunch of stuff going on this weekend. Otherwise, I would try and go out there. But I got Hunter's first soccer game on Saturday. And I got a massage booked. Yeah, we got uh, we got guests. Long Island Woodworkers, 
annual show, 25th anniversary. Wow. At the Cradle, the at, at the Museums at Mitchell, Cradle, Jesus fucking Christ, <laughs> Cradle of Aviation in Garden City. <laughs> it's early, folks. September 9th and 10th, 10 to 5. It's early and it's hot. So let's see who will be there. Oh, raffle prize donors, Penn State Industries, Sutherland Wells, Craft Supplies USA, Lee Valley, Type on Glue, Dick Blick Art Supplies. I've ordered from them. The Wood Turning Store, Urban Specialty Woods, Art Crafters, Golden Paints, CT Woodwork. Yeah, right. Long Island Woodworking Supply. Corey. General Finishes. Is this uh, Corey's? Oh, let, me, uh, let me mirror the screen over here to our 55-inch smart TV. Yeah. Bring it on up. Oh, yeah. I'm wondering if this is Corey's Maloof rocker. rocker, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's Joe. Look at that. A rocking horse. What the this thing? Is that a, is that a kayak? Yeah, Sideways? yeah. One of the kind that you, like, go, like, inside. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Best of luck to you guys. I know Corey is is doing a demo or a class um, on building cabinet doors. I'm surprised they don't have that on here. Oh, it's probably this. Nope. Got some nice graphics. Yeah. That is a nice looking museum. Look at that building there in the center. Yeah, it reminds me of like the Javits Center. Like, yeah. don't they have a big glass facade like that? Yeah, um, they do. It's it's a little bit more, um, if I remember the Javits, it's a little more penitentiary-like. <laughs> Jacob Javits Center. <laughs> more concrete. There you go. No, much more glass. Yeah. Looks like a greenhouse. Yeah. Well, being inside, I don't remember it being like that, though. Me either. But I remember pulling up to it. It's right on the water, isn't it? It's on the it's on the west side. I've I've worked there during the midnight shift, so maybe that colored my impressions. Yeah, over here, it's not right on the water, but it's yeah, it's the West Side Highway. I don't know if they call it something else now. Right by the Lincoln Tunnel. Yeah, everybody knows uh, my exploits as a as a union a fill draper. In. <laughs> I went to the uh, New York Auto Show at the Javits Center. Oh, yeah, those were great. In high school, there was a class. Um, I don't remember what it was, but I had friends in that class, and they were like, yeah, we're going on this field trip to the Javits Center. And somehow I I wasn't in this class, but I went on the field trip. <laughs> That's the best. Yeah. How I managed that, I don't remember. <laughs> if only we knew. Oh, no. I thought maybe we'd look at our buddy. <laughs> Buddy DJS on Amazon. Oh my god! Because it looks like looks like he's got some new stuff, like this fire extinguisher. I don't remember that. For those that can't see, you know what we see. Jeff clicked on the uh, uh, DJS, who's one of our favorite fill-in uh, subject matter. Yeah, uh, he's a he's a champion reviewer of toupees and cat vests. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> August 28th. Yeah, this is a new one. This is for 
Ideal oh. Pet Products Deluxe <laughs> Aluminum Pet Door with Telescoping Frame. Extra large, 10.5 by 15. Flap size, white. Look at this Photoshop job. <laughs> Almost did a spit take there. These products, it's the Photoshopping is ridiculous. So they have just a picture of a door <clears throat> with a with a dog coming out of a doggy door, and it's just you know just pasted on top of a a generic looking door. Cat must have a hard head. Four stars. <laughs> Verified purchase. That's not a cat door. Yeah, this thing. Well, it's a pet pet door. Yeah. I, I can speak from experience. I have a dog door and I've mm-hmm. had one for 20 some odd years. So I could, I could thoroughly rate the effectiveness of that dog door. DJS says, this thing is great. I think I could fit through it if I had to. Very sturdy, very easy to install. Will your toupee stay on if you crawl through a cat door? I, I've been through. I, I don't think I can make it through on today's girth. But I've been, <laughs> in my younger days, I've, I've locked myself out and been through the dog door. Yes. Ten and a half by 15. <laughs> Diagonally, probably get through that. The only thing I, I'm really curious about is how the heck do I get my cats to ignore the very sturdy door flap and push their way through it? I mean, I've got three cats who all live indoors, and two of them are feral cats that I trapped and brought with me when I moved. They're all tough as nails, and so is my rescue kid, my baby who is seven years old. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> However, all of them look at me like I'm crazy from the other side of that thick door flap when I'm trying to call them and coax them through it. None of them will do it. They paw and poke at it, but none of them wants to push their head through that semi-hard plastic door. I've been trying tying it up with a bungee and a hook clamp so they can get in and out of the new hole in the wall. My dog doesn't even want to walk through it. So, okay, I've seen the videos and I can see for myself that dogs and cats alike are walking through the flap like it's not even there. So I hope someone can help me out with some advice. I love the door. I just want to be able to use the flap as it was intended. I want to know what's up with this rescue kid thing. <laughs> I'm hoping that's not is that literal. The, is that the dog? Yeah, I, I, or a goat, baby goat. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like when people call it call animals their kids yeah um i have the dog door that's got the double flap Mm -hmm. because that's really the only one that's effective that's semi-effective at at keeping the weather out this has like a it's got like a a thing i guess so you can close it up at night or whatever yeah most of them do um uh mine like i said has a has two flaps let's see they got a video and uh, my dog just goes through it. I want to see how they cut this hole. Yeah. Got some DIY stuff happening here. Stick on this template. Nice hollow core door. What kind of what kind of jigsaw is that? <laughs> Looks like a, a Bosch. black and decker. <laughs> oh yeah. It's not a good one. Let's hear what it sounds like. Oh, of course, they don't have the. It's it is a black, a black and, and Decker. <laughs> He's 
He's actually he's cutting a nice straight line. He is. Must be a hollow door. Yeah, yeah. Man, these freaking fruit flies in here. On my door, I have like those fake raised panels. It's like one of those metal doors. Oh yeah, look, it's this is like an interior door. Yeah. And why is it so high off the ground? I feel like that's too high. Well, I guess for a dog. Interesting. Yeah. Let's see what else he's reviewed. On a side note, having a dog door is one of the best things you could have if you have a dog. Yeah, we have uh, like the magnetic. It's not a screen door, but it's like a screen. That yeah, goes, yeah. And it doesn't work that well. Argument free. This is for another toupee. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh yeah. Yeah, that does not look real. Lishy toupee for men hair pieces. 100% European virgin human hair <laughs> replacement system. 7 inch by 5 inch mono lace with PU around and Swiss lace front toupee men hair piece number 4 medium brown color. Oh man. I want to see if any of the other reviews have pictures of them wearing it. That is some awful looking stuff. Oh my god. Excelente. El Cabello S100% Natural. That's quite a haircut this guy's got. Oh, man. He's kind of young looking to need a toupee. The hair is 100% natural. Big. The size is exact. Um, something. Perfect density and texture? Yeah. You can, what's aclar, aclarar? You can hide the, what's I, I play there, I think? You can. You can? Yeah. Um, lograr el look deseado. I don't know, 100% recommended, very happy. You know, Lou's listening to us stumble over these Spanish words. And yeah. Say, <laughs> and, and yelling into his his phone right now. It exceeded my expectations. Now, uh, it's now it's my favorite brand. <laughs> if you could see this picture, you'd you'd be laughing. Oh man! So let's see what DJS has to say. Argument free, five stars. Wow, quality product. If communication falters and your custom piece is incorrect when you receive it like mine was, Joy owns the responsibility if the mistake is hers. She issued a refund with no argument, and she currently is working on my new piece. This kind of integrity is more important to me than perfection could ever be. How much do these things cost? 179 bucks. That's cheap. Well, it's on Amazon. <laughs> I mean, what do you think a real toupee costs? I don't know, 500 bucks, maybe more. Like the kind that like William Shatner wear, has been wearing all these years. With virgin European hair? <laughs> That's the creepiest description I think I've ever heard of for a product. Yeah, like what does virgin hair mean? <laughs> like, it's never been cut. This is the first time they ever cut their hair. We made a toupee out of it. Take it from a child. Or, yeah. Or, yeah, a 40-year-old virgin. 
Hardware Concepts, Cable Hole Grommet, 6-inch. He's revealing this? Yep. Oh, no. A 6-inch cable grommet. That's not for cables. Good product. It serves the purpose for which it was intended. Five stars. I want to know what this guy's using a 6-inch cable grommet for. It's a lackluster review. Top knot bags, 45-gallon garbage trash bags, 40 by 48, black, 150-count can liner, bulk 40-gallon, 41-gallon, 42-gallon, 44-gallon. Made in USA. Which one is it? I want to know who's got the time or the impetus to review garbage bags. I got to say, too, I buy, like, the Glad Force Flex bags, like the ones that we have in yeah, there, and they're good. Yeah, they stretch. They're not any, like, much more expensive than these. 40-gallon Glad Force Flex. This is 37 for 150. Thirty gallon, uh, forty to forty. That's not glad. Let's just use thirty gallon as a yeah as barometer. This is seventeen for fifty. Wow, that's cheap. Yeah, his were one hundred and fifty for. Oh, one hundred and fifty. Yeah, but a forty a forty <clears throat> gallon bag is okay. Here's just glad. 40 gallon. It's more like a contractor bag. Yeah. Yeah. 40 for 20. Eh. It's only 30 gallon size, though. Well, I guess that's oh, what those little are, cans oh, yeah, are. These are 30 gallon. 40 count. Yeah. Uh, well, like a regular kitchen garbage can is only 13 gallons. Wow. Yeah. Those ones that, I, that uh, are in the shop are 30 gallon black ones yeah because i bought those by mistake i'm like a bit actually like 13 gallons there's no way the material is very thin it that said it's very sturdy for how thin it is five stars it doesn't seem like a five-star review seemed like maybe like a four djs this is his last one unfortunately Leopo 14-inch shelf brackets and supports, large wall brackets for garage storage, heavy-duty shelf supports, angle brackets, 90-degree triangle L brackets, 8-pack. Eight 8-pack eight with a mini level, wall anchors, $29.79. And the little Allen key. Yeah, two different kinds of wall anchors. Sturdy product, five stars. Holds up under the pressure that it's designed to hold. I don't think I'd put too much more on it, though. I think everything these days is made just right to fit the parameters that that it sets forth. (laughs) Seems like everybody just wants to make more money for less quality, but if the quality you need falls under the parameters of this product, you'll probably be okay. Let's see what they say that they hold. Ross waxed raw steel. (laughs) And it says powder coating, bright black. So which one yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah. Holds up to 260 pounds per pair? Yeah. And they have a, a picture with six brackets on one shelf. And they're, yeah, they're like eight inches apart. Suitable for a variety of walls. Wood wall, concrete wall, drywall. Balance the scale. 
Milwaukee. Unfortunately, that's all we got from DJS. Ah, uh, he's been busy. Yeah, he's still got the same picture. Yeah, I'm waiting for an update on that. Anything going on with General Miller? <laughs> read Jan, read Jan L. Miller's bio. Oh, yeah. We might have to get deeper into this. I don't think we read this before. No. About the author, Jan Earl Miller. Jan is a man. I thought Jan was a woman. Jan was not... Jan not only was a high school rocker, but at age 60 remains an actively gigging semi-pro... <laughs> semi-pro musician. Now you know why I quit. <laughs> Jan has played in over a dozen bands as a lead guitarist and lead vocalist. He has also performed as a solo acoustic artist in lounges and coffee houses. What an illustrious resume. Behind the scenes, Jan has logged countless hours as a studio musician and backup vocalist for other area artists. Other area artists. Studio, quote unquote. His primary instruments include electric guitar, slide guitar, and mandolin. Although not considering himself as a composer, Jan has written lyrics for music featured in two motion pictures. That's pretty good. Don't Tell, 2005 Pierre Oppenheimer film, and, and and They're Off, 2011 Scrambled Eggs Productions, composed the Christmas anthem Bring Back That Christmas, and created video musical compositions, 9-11 Suite, and the comical Old Men Stink. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's ever heard of those movies. <laughs> no, those, those weren't even straight to video. That, there's, there's something below that rung on the ladder. Jan's viral video commercial, Unemployed Web Browser Blues, was an international <laughs> finalist in the 2006 Firefox Flicks competition. Oh, jeez. Jan wrote the screenplay, composed and performed the song, co-edited the music and video, acted and co-video recorded the commercial with colleague Jonathan Boyer. Jan's country rock ballad, Take Some Time, was the first podcast song shared internationally by the Weed Share Network in 2002 and his comical hard work featuring all samples of George W. Bush set to a rap tempo was a, rap a tempo. <laughs> weed share internet hit in the UK for six weeks. Damn. Although becoming a working musician in his early teens, Jan's day jobs have ranged from truck driver, cross-country motor delivery driver, a.k.a. truck driver, <laughs> bridge construction worker, factory machinist, hospital orderly, insurance sales, health insurance administrator, to website designer, developer, administrator. My composition professor at OSU gave me the best, of advi gave me the best advice of my life. He told me to quit school and go live <laughs> a life worth writing about. So I did. Besides his creative life, Jan held down a day job for 23 years as a technical specialist in the health insurance industry and put two kids through college, and even coached his daughter's softball team. He currently works as a freelance web consultant on content search engine optimization. I got to look up this video. Oh, my God. This, he's the poster boy for all people my age still playing in these cover bands. Give up the dream. <laughs> this video is so popular, if you put it into YouTube... It doesn't even come up. Oh, man. And if you put it into Google. Which finds everything, by the way. It also doesn't come up. Let me 
put some quotations around it. I wonder if Jan Earl Miller has a website. The Boys Next Door by Jan Miller. You can get it at barnesandnoble.com. Summer Shorts, four short stories by Jan Miller. Ninety-nine cents. He's prolific. Oh man! How to get yourself out of jury duty by Jan Miller. <laughs> okay, click on that. Let's see what kind of pearls of wisdom Jan will be sharing with the general public. An ebook. Yeah, I just got a summons for jury duty. Said no one ever. Although one can certainly look at jury service as a civic privilege and an opportunity to participate in the American judicial system, the fact of the matter is that most of us believe we really have better things to do with our time. Getting a root canal, watching paint dry, standing in line at the Department of Motor Vehicles. From the moment that ominous envelope arrives in the mail and up until the time we are solemnly herded into a courtroom, our minds are racing with plans to wriggle out of it. While there are legal disqualifiers for getting dismissed, being a felon, being related to someone in law enforcement, being over the age of 70, being pregnant, and dangerously close to popping out a new life, there are also creative excuses, and that's what this book is all about. My sister Gwen, for instance, is older than I, but has mastered the knack of donning age-inappropriate ensembles. Another time she sported an all-seeing eye, fake, tattoo on her forehead, these things haven't stopped her from receiving summons, but she has yet to ever advance beyond a short interview in the jury box. Published 9-6-2019. We're a day late for the four-year uh, anniversary. You ever been called to jury duty? Uh, yeah, I, I haven't. I've always deferred. I just got one when we were going to be in Pulaski. Yeah, I, I tr deferred all the time. I actually went down once uh well, once in new york and once in new jersey i never got had to serve on the jury um but it's it's easy to get out of you know they prep you they they say this case is one the one in new york was this case is about uh somebody on a bike getting hit by a motorist and they say some you know anybody have any experience like that and i just said yeah, I was a a bike messenger. I I hate people in cars. <laughs> Next, <laughs> I can't find this. Uh, you can't find Jan uh, the uh, unemployed whatever. There's mentions of it. Firefox Flicks Video Contest. Yeah, that's the winners, but it doesn't uh, mention the finalists. Now, is that Firefox the browser? Yeah. Does that still exist? Yeah. I mean, let's just put Dan Earl Miller into... into YouTube and see what Earl Miller. Seems to go by Jan Miller. 
Yeah, it's funny what you find. You ever type your own name into a... I have a, a thing set that I'll get an alert if my name pops up on on anything new. See, I have a name that was uh, a popular television character. Yeah. So I'm a little bit... Uh, I'm I'm like uh, I have a guard dog on my name. <laughs> is Jan Miller no German DJ? Well, Jan Miller is not as um, prolific as they make it seem. Yeah. Well, probably hanging out with DJS. I wonder if they're the same person. No, I don't. I don't think so. So you uh, alluded to it. Well, we got a lot of stuff going on in the shop. Yeah, um, a lot of it we've talked about. We we um, I think a couple of weeks ago we we might even yeah probably two weeks ago I think we talked yeah. about all of these. I don't think there's anything new. Um, Still just hip deep in it. Yeah. Um, so on when no Thursday. Of last week, we installed that vanity, which was a nightmare. <laughs> if, it was one of those things where nothing seems to go right. From the moment we arrive and we have to walk up that gangplank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they had a pick, a metal pick, um, spanning from like the garage into the house up like four stairs. Because I guess they had finished the, the they were like mahogany you know, stairs going into the house. So we had to carry all the cabinets up that. The one was like, you know, 30 inches wide and eight feet tall, 90 inches tall. So that was fun. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, here my microphone. Up the steps that had a drop cloth draped over them. Yeah. Yeah. Is, that was great for footing too. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I, I screwed up with the end panels and dimensions. And I just, you know, lied to myself and said, ah, it'll be fine. <laughs> you know, we got enough, we have extra, there, there was, there's enough room, it'll fit. And that was wrong. <laughs> so we ended up, we had to pull off the baseboard and, and. It was one of those things where we kept fighting with the level of the, of the cabinets too. It, yeah. Because by that point, everything was all jammed in there. You know, we set all the low <clears> cabinets <throat> and they were, they were, you know, level front to back and left to right and all co-planar co in the front, which is something that a lot of people don't check when they're doing frameless cabinets. You really got to put a level on the face and make yeah. sure that they're in a straight line. Otherwise, you'd be all... That was something that I kind of picked up from you. Yeah. But it's funny because you think if the sides are screwed together... Right. ...that they would all be, you it's, know, it's like, it, how could they not be straight? It's like, well, they're not. They're, like, way out of... Right. It was far from, from the case. I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah, it was like, you know, one of the cabinets was like probably a good five ace out, and you know, you got to shim, shim it to get it straight, all while keeping it level, um, front to back. So it could get a little tricky. Um. So yeah, then once we got that tall cabinet in there on the end, we had to unhook all the other stuff, and ended up having to shift it down to the right, to the left a little bit. And so it was all jammed in there. We're trying to fight it back into level and, and everything. It was 
it was rough. <laughs> it was just one of those days. Yeah. You know, it just was. Yeah, so that was like an all-day affair. I think we got back to the shop around like 5.30. Um, we thought we'd be done by lunchtime. Yeah. Yeah, so then Friday, um, we got back on those doors that we're building. You know, we released a video with John on Today's Craftsman uh, last Saturday about the milling the wood. So this was like the continuation of that where we're now building the doors out of that that wood. Um, so the, the sticking we did on Wednesday before Corey and Rob got here, that went great. You know, we did the power fed climb cut. That, that was amazing. Yeah. Which worked out great. Flawless. Um, and then Friday morning or Thursday morning, wait, Thursday, no Friday morning, Thursday was the install Friday morning. I came in and got it all set up, you know, put in the coping head set up my cross cut thing with the zero clearance, did a bunch of test cuts, did all the calculations to figure out how wide we had to cut the rails to make the doors the right size. Cause we're taking, you know, we're taking a little bit off of each end and blah, blah, blah. So got it all set up. It was working great. Then John comes in the afternoon and you know, we go to shoot the first piece blows up on the, on the shaper. Um, I have no idea why, you know, had, I mean, I have an idea why, but I don't know why all my test cuts went fine because I did it like a half a dozen test cuts with no problems. Um, it was working great. And then, yeah, so that first one blew up, um, like got sucked into the cutter head basically. And then that happened like two more times. You know, I changed changed, tweaked a couple, tweaked something, tried it, it did it again, tweaked something, tried it, did it again. So, you know, I told John, like, listen, I got to sleep on this. You know, it's not, I don't want to like rush into any quote unquote solution for this. Um, so that was it. We called it a day on that. And uh, I don't know if that, if, if we kept working or what? I don't was remember. That, was that the end of the day on Friday? Yeah, it wasn't like the total end of the day, but I think I just went on to just assembling more cabinets. I think so. Um, but anyway, Saturday I came in and made a new coping sled. I raised up the, the cutter head um, and I was able to get it to work. So I, I coped all those and... Um, and that was it. And then I came in on Sunday and Monday and, and cut and primed all the panels. And then I, I assembled a couple doors on Sunday and then came in on Monday and, and assembled the rest. But yeah, it was just like the knives got dulled when that, when that first piece blew up. So I had to pull them out. I had to sharpen them. It was like a whole boudel, as we say. Yeah. Um, so that video will come out today. Uh, well, for you guys, it'll be out yesterday. It'll be out today, Thursday, um, 5.45 p.m. I have it set to to uh, release. So take a look at that. I tell you, that's a frightening sound when uh, something blows up in the shape. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, so I bumped the spindle speed up to 10,000 on the, on the second round. 
And that thing at 10,000 with that four inch <laughs> head on there, it's, it's scary. Terrifying, I think, is the, is the adjective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it makes an, a noise that's just like, and the whole machine is like vibrating, you know, it's not like the, it's a pretty heavy shaper, but it's not, it's not that heavy. And it's not like the world's best shaper or even close to that. But, um, yeah. I'd love a shaper with a sliding table. It would be freaking yeah. fantastic. That's really what you need. Like a nice seven and a half horsepower tilting spindle. Something that holds the work down. Because that's really, you know, most of it. Getting that, that's like the power feeder, you yeah. know? yeah not only pushes the work through, but it's holding it down in the right spot and mm-hmm. hanging on to that stuff with your hand is. <laughs> yeah. It was, I just, I don't know why the test cuts went so well. And my only guess is that the test cut was just ripped so that the surface I had against the fence with, I had sandpaper glued to the fence. Mm-hmm. Um, the surface I had against the fence was a little rougher on the test piece than it was on the, finished pieces because those yeah. were sanded. So I, I don't know. I think that might've been it. Yeah. It's just that little difference. Yeah. And John posted a YouTube short of, uh, of the blow up and some of the comments, you know, it, you're only seeing a snapshot of what happened. And a lot of the comments are stupid. <laughs> Everybody's an yeah. armchair expert. They're like, they? you're way too far from the fence. I'm like, I'm not supposed to be touching the fence. Like the fence. They're like, yeah, but you're using a fence. I'm like, no, like the fence is just there. Yeah. Yeah. What am I supposed to remove the whole fence for this right. cut? It's just it's there. I'm using it as a bump stop anyway. But yeah, I don't try and explain myself too much to Yeah, they they're acting as if it's like a zero clearance insert kind of fence and right you're, and you're using it as a guide yeah um so yeah that video will be out check that out on the today's craftsman youtube channel um merch is available i hear yeah uh today's craftsman if you just search for that on on amazon you have to put in like today's craftsman shirt i think to get it let me see yeah give it a Test it out. Also, the American Craftsman Podcast and Green Street Joinery are up. Oh, I gotta turn. Make an adjustment there. Turbulence in the cabin. Today's Craftsman shirt. Yeah, see if you don't whoop. If you don't, was it there? No. No, if you don't type it in, like, the exact way with the apostrophe and everything, it doesn't come up. Wow. So Tim from True Trade is the only person, as far as I know. I could see if we sold any more, but. Yeah, I saw his post uh, this morning, actually. Yeah, so he was the winner of the giveaway. The T-shirt. And yeah, so this is last seven days. We haven't sold any in Europe. Nope. <laughs> so I bought a, I bought a, oh, someone bought a premium t-shirt. 
I bought a, um, I don't want the last seven days. I want more than that. I bought a podcast t-shirt. Okay. So we've sold, aside from the one podcast shirt that I bought and the one American Craftsman shirt that, that I bought and sent to Tim, we sold one Today's Craftsman premium shirt and one American Craftsman podcast t-shirt. Nice. Yeah. Look at this. Look at our royalties. Wow. Stacking up, baby. You may not need to be making furniture anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's actually not too bad. Uh, $8.30, no. $3, and $4. Yeah. $15.43 in royalties. I mean, we bought two of those t-shirts. Well, I bought one and the company bought one. Yeah. So. Nice. Love it. Yeah. Um, so if you if you want to find it, maybe I'll, I'm probably going to forget, but I should put a link in the description. But if you search for today's craftsmen, you got to put the T-O-D-A-Y apostrophe S-C-R-A-F-T-S-M-E-N shirt. You'll find like the, what comes up is like the tank top, the premium shirt and the regular shirt. But if you click on one of those and then at the top, it says brand, Today's Craftsman. If you click on that, it'll bring you to everything. So there's a, a premium t-shirt, a t-shirt, a tank top, a sweatshirt, a pullover hoodie, a long sleeve t-shirt, a tote bag, a baseball tee, a v-neck, and a zip hoodie. You know what I like? It's the colors. They, they're all pretty good. Yeah, so there's options for... There's like 10 different colors on the regular t-shirt. The olive green is nice. Yeah, yeah. That's what I got in the podcast shirt. Grass green's pretty good too. It's kind of got like a 70s feel to it. Yeah, you see how the logo looks against all the different backdrop colors. Yeah. So like for the sweatshirt, you got, you know, five different colors. Black, navy blue, dark heather gray, heather gray, and royal blue. See the Green Street Joinery stuff. Green. Street. Green. Shirt. Mm -hmm. So this got like a big logo. Way bigger than. Oh, yeah. Let's look at where I'm going right now. Yeah. I'm wearing the, the cardinal red. The same thing got the, uh, <clears throat> if you go, if you search Green Street Joinery shirt and then click on the brand, that's where the podcast stuff and the Green Street stuff is. Uh, um, I mean, I think the prices are pretty good too. 32 uh, bucks for a, for a hoodie. That's very reasonable. Yeah. Um, got the zip hoodie, got the tank top. I know summer's over, but. Tote bag. Eighteen ninety nine for a t shirt. It's pretty good. Yeah. This is the one I have in olive green. Looks really good in person too. Yeah, I mean I will say that the the it's I don't think they're screen print. And the thing is they have these in like huge sizes too. Yeah. Like you can get a a six X tall. 
Granted, it's only going to come in black, it looks like. But it's still, it's only $18.99. Usually when you get it, even like you get up to 2XL. Oh, yeah, they bump that price. Way up. 6XL. Up to 6XL and up to 6XL tall. I like how in the sidebar over there, they're trying to sell us a kilt. You get, look, you get it in women's <laughs> plus. I thought they had youth, but that might only be on the, I might not have selected that on the podcast. Let me see regular Green Street t-shirt. Yeah. Youth. There you go. Youth. Youths. What's a youth? I wonder if Hunter is big enough for a, for a small. Yeah. Yeah, you got to send them to school representing now. Let's just, let's see. Youth. Small would be a a size. Oh, small. What size does okay. he wear now? Four, well, he's like a 5T. Okay. So that would probably be like an extra small. <clears throat> I'm going to have to order him one. Oh, yeah. We're just racking up the <laughs> the commission. Yeah. Green. 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 Sure. <laughs> oh, you know you know what's so funny? Oh, damn it. When I was in Benjamin Moore yesterday, uh-huh. The guy goes, Oh, you work for Green Street Joinery? <laughs> oh, was it that guy with the glasses? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He says, I've been seeing your van all over the place lately. <laughs> The skinny guy with the glasses? Yeah, it was him and the other guy. Yeah, they were yeah. Both, both together. Yeah, because I'm always in there, like, asking for crazy stuff. Yeah, that's what they told me. <laughs> and I, I didn't disappoint them when I was in there. <laughs> yeah. Green Street. The guy at Sherwood Williams didn't want to give me the time of day. Really? Yeah, he was like, no, no, man, we don't do that anymore because it takes, like, nine passes and it, we start losing money on it. Like, all right. Yeah, apparently it's very hard to find uh, the stain stain that we. I'm gonna get him. Get him olive green. Oh yeah, size extra small. We're talking. Hopefully, it's the right size. And there's free returns on all this stuff. Yeah, but uh, if it's a little big, he'll definitely uh, be fitting into it soon enough. Yeah. Yeah, my mom sent a shirt. Um, and it was, a, I, I could tell it was another one of the Amazon merch on demand shirts. Because you can just upload any design that you come up with and sell them on there. Because um, it has like this little like QR code sticker when they must be when they make it. Because mm -hmm. they probably scan that to print the thing. It's got to be some sort of printer. Like, it's not like a screen print. It's a sublimation yeah. or something. I think it's probably sublimation. Um, so they probably, when they get the order, they pull the, they pick the shirt, they stick the thing on it, and then whoever's printing the shirts, they scan the thing, it prints it on there. So it was like, uh, had like a monster truck and said, I'm going to crush kindergarten. But it was, <laughs> it was way too big. It was way too big. Kindergarten. You remember anything from your kindergarten days? Uh, yeah, I was like, I was telling Hunter, I'm like, I remember all my teacher's names, like up through, uh, you know, all through elementary school. 
It was Mr. Ellis was kindergarten, Miss Larkin, uh, Miss Holoka, Miss Goddard, Mr. Umpstead, and then Mrs. Beam, I think was her name, for fifth grade. I seem to think my kindergarten teacher's name was Mrs. Rose. Mm. But, I, you know, I don't know if that's true or not. First grade, I, I don't remember. That was the year of the teacher's strike. Oh, uh, yeah. So I didn't really go to first grade much. Um, second grade, this is something with an E. Oh, shit. Well, it's getting way too hot in here. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sweating up a storm. Yeah, it's heating up. Um, so, yeah, that's all we got for you this week. Next week, though. Next week, we have Chris and... Dan? Dan, I think. From yeah. New Doors, uh, the door manufacturer that we spoke about um, over the last couple of weeks. They're building those one-piece MDF doors, so that'll be cool. I think... Um, and don't scoff at the concept. Yeah, no, they're nice. Um, they're, I think they're going to give us some pointers on painting. Yeah, that'll be before nice. Before the podcast, so that'll be cool. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. See you next week. Stay cool out there. As always, Rob and I thank you for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next week. If you want to help support the podcast, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Again, we appreciate your support. Thanks for tuning in.